Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Patrick. That's the sound guy, Joe. Ain't too proud to beg. That's our co-host, Giselle, online. Hello. And that's Patience right here, not in the background. Hello, I'm over here now. Yeah, she's on a mic. A studio wow. mic. She's a person now. She's not just... It goes. <laughs> <laughs> She's upgraded. Yeah, Giselle's feeling a little a little weird again today, so... Uh, again? Yeah, she wasn't here uh, last time, or in another episode. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, continuity. Should, yeah. <laughs> continuity. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, these episodes are going to release yeah. very separate from each other. Whatever, you know? All right. <laughs> I mean, he's not right. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, uh, you feeling... You, you doing good over there, Giselle? Yeah, I mean, like, it's not COVID, but... Just a little, like, fort flu. That's mm-hmm. what we call it down here, a little head cold. But, yeah, just so that way I don't get y'all sick, because I know that y'all have your own things to do. Yeah, thank you. We really don't, but thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, honestly, I could use I some mean, two days off. Want, yeah, right? <laughs> if, you want to, if you want me to get you sick, like, you guys know where I live. That where is I'm true. Recording this <laughs> that is, we're, we are neighbors. That's right. Well, anyways. Yeah. Uh, to, this is a very special episode for me. Uh, because I, I really pushed this episode, and uh, this episode should be coming out on the first Monday of December. Uh, holiday seasons. Happy holidays, guys. We are talking about one of the biggest, one of the most important, one of the most influential vocal groups in music history. Not just American music history, but music history as a whole. We are talking about the Tempting Temptations. Yup. I thought you were going to say Jackson 5. <laughs> the Jack- oh, yeah, right? close. It's oh, still that's... Motown. Yeah. yeah. Close. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess just to start off, I'm gonna explain why it's a big deal for me, especially why we're talking about this in December. Uh, well, for one thing, uh, in a few days of this recording's release, I'll be at my first Temptations concert too. Yo, actually, yeah. within the same yeah. week, uh, December fourth, December sixth. Are you going to both of them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. One of them is here in Fort Myers uh, at. Barbara B. Mans is just the Temptations alone. I'm going there with my grandma. And on the 6th, it's in Fort Lauderdale, I think. And I'm going there with my stepdad. And we're, it's not, it's the Temptations, including the Four Tops. Okay. So, That's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm so freaking hyped. And uh, adding on top of that, uh, the Temptations, I guess, just has been a big part of my life in, I guess, recent years since high school. Uh, the reason why we're doing this episode in winter, in December, is because back when I was in JROTC, Sergeant Mike, my army instructor, would put the Temptations movie, the docu-series or whatever, on for every single class, every single battalion, or every single company. And every, every year, you know, every year during the holidays, he'll put this on for us to watch. Why? I, don't, I still don't really know. Uh, it's It's... It's kind of a Christmas movie. Like, Christmas passes through. Christmas happens. Yeah, Christmas <laughs> happens in the movie. But, like, it's not a Christmas movie. It's not, it's not movie. a Christmas movie. Like, it's just like Die Hard. It's like Die Hard? Even less a Christmas movie. But Christmas happens. Yeah. yeah. You know it's rough when it's less Christmas than Die Hard. Yeah, right? I don't know. <laughs> But, like, he, he'll put it on for us, and, like, he'll make us watch it and, like, well, he, it's because he didn't want to watch a Christmas movie. He wanted to watch that movie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, I, and I'm and i not complaining. And I, I know my first year he'll, like, have us uh, – he'll give quizzes 
on the movie too. So like, I, I remember one question was like, "What's the name of the classic five uh, Temptations?" The first time I didn't know them all. You know, I everybody knows Melvin Blue, frankly. You know, everybody knows Otis Williams because that's who we get introdu- introduced to. But you know, when it comes to David Ruffin, Eddie Kendricks, Paul Williams, that's like more, you know, fuzzy at the time. But I just listed them all now. I didn't even look at their names, even though I pull, have them pulled up. But um, he'll play this every year, again, for some reason. And I was really into it. Like, already at that time, I already liked old school music and stuff. You know, Michael Jackson and, you know, that uh, kind of crowd and stuff. I guess that was the biggest one for me, Michael. But this really opened or kicked open the door for me for old school music and just music that I like now. Uh, which is mainly Motown. So this introduced me to Motown. The Temptations introduced me to the rest of Motown, which introduced me to a whole lot of, a whole new world, a whole new world of music. Thank you. Right? You're welcome. <laughs> um, Love that little mini serenade. <laughs> you know what was really cool about that? What? The the words a whole new wor- world, I can see what they look like. And you said it twice, so one's little. And one's big, but they're exactly the same shape. <laughs> That's incredible. You're welcome. Wow. Um, yeah, I kept watching it for all four years, and which each year of high school, when you know I'm a freshman to sophomore, sophomore to junior, I'll have more JROTC classes, so therefore I'll be watching even more times throughout the same day. And the sucky part was we never got to finish it during class. I talked about this in my Three Song Stories episode uh, way back when. Also... Uh, Christmas episode? Yeah. Damn. Or a holiday <laughs> special. Yeah. Uh, so uh, go check that out. Uh, that was my third song, and I talked about the, uh, the way you do the things you do and how that is a important song in my life because of this exact moment or this exact stuff that I'm talking about. We will always, at the very least, get to the way you do the things you do. The Temptations' first hit song because... For uh, like the first couple of albums, they they weren't that great. It, they they were known as the hitless Temptations for a good amount of time, until this song. Until Smokey Robinson wrote this little gem of a song, and it it made it to sixty seven or seventy six in on the bullet, on the charts, which isn't their number one, but that's what got him started. So we always got to that part of the movie uh, during class, and that was like the first song that I heard while watching this movie that I was like I like this a lot no freaking wonder it made it you know it was their first hit the other songs before that when they were recording you know Paradise and some other song that I'm having a brain fart of I like them now but uh, I guess that's just from me looking back onto it anyways ever since then I've been listening more and more to The Temptations I finally got to finish the movie on my own um Two years ago? Two winters ago, I think? Yeah, then that was just by myself because I bought it on on Apple thing or whatever. So I finally got to finish it, and I've been watching it a whole lot more times. And I'm trying to keep up with this tradition of only watching it during uh, the holiday season, the winter. And I, I made it a session because we're recording this in October, Breaking Immersion. 
So, Damn it. yeah. <laughs> my immersion. Uh, my Santa year, hat is worthless now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> last year, I got to watch it with Joe and a few of other our friends uh, during the holidays, and that actually meant a lot to me because, Joe, you mean a lot to me? That was a really great movie. Yeah. It's a two-parter. I don't know if it counts as a movie, but it's it's a movie. I call it it's a movie. It's two movies. It's two they're movies. Na- they're two 90-minute documentary, or just drama theater docu series series it really picks up by part two that's yeah. when uh, that's when it gets real let's uh, f- forget let's it just feels, talk about that it feels like such a product of its time because yeah. it's like it's very much like you know how tv always had those like shows that always had their family moments it's mm-hmm. like they have the main thing and then you have those family drama moments everything really felt like that the piano kind of plays quietly in the background as they're going through like intense emotional things every yeah. 20 minutes right and there's a lot of like 90s shots of Otis who was the main character because that's the eyes of who told the story of a lot of shots of him going looking up and going <laughs> like, just looking, looking at the stars looking, looking at, looking at the, the stars yeah. being inspired I'm gonna be there someday. Yeah. Twenty minutes later, he's there. Yeah. <laughs> lots, lots of some dude being down. You know, he's just not really feeling it. Another guy walks up and just says that perfect thing that makes him go, you yeah, know what? Yeah. yeah. And they get up and walk away together. That happened the most out of yeah. ever out of all the tropes. That's the one that like really happened a ton. It was mm-hmm. so good. Well, like the way it starts, it has him running in black and white with like the classic narration, like overtone, like yes. I am running, but here is my story. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great. It's like I, Detroit, 1958 or something. 1956, I believe. That's me. And then it plays yeah, that musical that's open as the camera me. pans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Temptations movie, their docuseries, is just the, the, the telling of the Temptations story and the lives of uh, all these wonderful artists uh, by, by Otis Williams. Otis Williams is... Currently, the owner of the Temptations, he owns the rights and the name to the group. He is the last sole surviving member of the original Temptations, and he's still freaking going 60 years later. You know, he's still singing, he's still performing, but yeah, this movie basically encap- encaptures or encapsulates everything about the Temptations. I the, guess. The. Anna Kendricks is the cocaine Eddie. guy, right? No. <laughs> That's David Ruffin. David Ruffian, right? <laughs> See, he was the one who's being all like, I'm the Temptations, Temptations, nothing without me. Yeah. Well, Otis is the only one still running it, so he kind of came true. out on he top won. there. That's true. <laughs> hey, you know, like Otis has always been, like he said like he said it himself, he's always been the organizer. You know, he's always been the one trying to keep the group together, and that's what he's still trying to do. That was a very good movie to watch. I think it's free on what was it, Tubi? Tubi. I recommend everybody watch it because it's like very interesting. Like yeah. I didn't know that whole deal about there being two groups of the Temptations at the right. same time, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, when, and it was a true story yeah. too. Yeah, all this is true. The movie was based on the book that was written by Otis Williams, and Otis Williams, of course, had a part in the movie himself. He uh, produced it. Um, yeah, when. Eddie Kendricks and David Ruffin both left The Temptations. Uh, they started their own group with Dennis Edwards and two others, and there were two groups at the same time calling themselves The Temptations. And, it, you know, they're both technically Temptations. You know, it's, it's real. It's, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm not too familiar with that, like, little era, that little sliver of history, because it's fo- quickly followed up with the reunion tour and 
all that stuff. But yeah, uh, that's when things got the most emotional. Yeah. Oh, this movie yeah. will make yeah, you cry. I was about to say, fair warning. <laughs> yeah. No one told me that my sensitive little heart was going to cry for Nobody the entire second either. half. <laughs> and I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very much like, at least for me, like watching it, I was like, oh yeah, this is a movie. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is <laughs> exactly. a retelling of real life. Oh my god, oh no. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> like, the first part ends with, uh, you know, them getting my girl right when smoky roll my girl they're performing number one hits great celebrations right but then it it really breaks down in the second part when following up on a lot more of the problems each member was having so like we have uh who was first paul williams with his drinking Mm -hmm. problem right and then later committed suicide uh eddie kendrick's got lung cancer david ruffin was David Ruffin, to say the least. He he, did, he was a part of a lot of shady stuff, and that got him killed. And then, you know, one one of the saddest deaths for me, of course, of course they played it out, was <laughs> Melvin Franklin Blue. Um, uh, I found the death in the movie yeah. to be funny. What? I was really hoping. How? I was like, Cause well, because like they're they're in the room and they're like just talking to each other. It's like, and he's it's, Otis, you're so great. You held this team together. Blah blah blah. blah. They're like, all right, now let's dig in. Get yeah. your old self in here, boy. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and they just they just look at each other, oh, call man. his name, and then just walk in the other room. And then it's and <laughs> it fades to the funeral. It's like it, it's just so like I don't know. To me, I found it funny because it's like, sure. D- I mean, (laughs) I find that sad because that's Otis telling the story of how it probably wasn't what probably wasn't like that in real life, where uh, Ma, what Mama Blue, Mama Rose, Mama Rose was just having a conversation about. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for you guys. You guys are great. Uh, You have done a great thing. We're so happy. Now, oh, oh, there goes Melvin. Yeah. I'm sure that wasn't how it happened in real life, but Otis would just kind of adaptation. Want... No, it's well, a, it's a dramatic retelling. Because yeah. I literally, after the first Ow. death, went through and Googled how all the rest of them died because I was like, watch, all these people are going to die. And when it got to the last two, I was like, maybe they'll just leave it like that and I can just pretend. Yeah. And then they didn't. Yeah. I think Otis Williams did a good job at with accuracy, just, you know, with some exceptions when it comes to telling the story of the temptations so far it's a dramatic story while still being real to life for the most part yeah i was watching uh that funeral scene in class today (laughs) and i was i was getting emotional i was tearing up especially when smoky robinson that was actually smoky robinson by the way singing um i miss you my buddy or uh, whatever that song's called god it's 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 a trip it's a ride who's the bass guy Melvin. That's, that's who we're talking died. about. It, no, I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to get the names. Yeah, Blue. <laughs> Blue. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one that I remember. And that was yeah. Otis's, like, best friend. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of attention drawn to that at the end and stuff. Uh, and I think it's very, I guess, poetic that Otis is the last surviving original temp. Like, he even said in an interview, like, he never planned for this to happen. Like, he never thought this would happen, you know? But, um... He was the one who started this. Him and Blue started this, right? So, um, Otis is kind of it's, it's kind of like the leader of the group, even though he hardly ever sings lead. You know, which which that's something that I really like a lot. He 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 only has like a song or two, I think that I know of that he sings lead the entire time or something. He has lead parts in some other songs, but like 
Darling Stand By Me. Not the not the Benny King song, but um that song the this he, he sings lead the entire way and I love it. But um yeah, he, he's mainly uh, baritone tenor. He sings in the background, but he's still, you know, the main one who leads the group kind of. Yeah. He started this, he's basically the leader, and now everybody else is gone except him. And yet he's still running the show. He's still running the group. He literally owns the group now. It's very poetic in in a certain in a certain way, or at least the way I see it. But yeah, that's uh that's the movie. What else do we want to talk about the movie? Uh oh, I was gonna say, uh, oh man, I forgot. I had something. It's all right. I Take forgot time. what it was. We can edit this out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really like the <laughs> costume design. Costume design. Oh man, the Temptations were known I for their know. for how they dressed. Oh man, they were stylish. It was just like beautiful, I guess, because <laughs> I'm a big costume design person. Like a movie does not, especially if it's a historical fiction piece or right. a historical documentary, does not feel real unless the costume design is good. And not only was the costume design good, but like having the film have that little like thin graininess to it definitely made me feel like, oh yeah, I'm watching something happen like in real time. And then I was like wait no this is an older movie documentary made about something that happened like decades ago oh wow but like the detail was incredible yeah oh it definitely looks like it was filmed in its time yeah even though it wasn't yeah so like they got they got costume sets um all that down pretty well i remember what i was gonna say earlier um it kind of has to do Mm -hmm. with that the fact that they made people most of the characters look from young to old yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Like, at some points, it's it's not that much. Like, one, it's just, like, when they're younger, they're clean-shaven. Yeah. That's literally it. Um, but um, what's Otis's girlfriend's... Josephine. Josephine. Josephine is, like, the, act, the actress is probably in her 30s. Sure. But they make her look, like, 18 when it's the scene where he's walking behind yeah. her, Singing snapping. Earth Angel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like... They did really good with, like, special effects makeup and just yeah. their hair and facial hair, just trying to get that, like, aged look or younger look. Mm-hmm. I thought they pulled it off pretty well. Because, mm-hmm. like, there are only a few characters, like, come on. It's yeah. like, Otis is just, like, when he's young, he doesn't have facial hair, and then the older he gets, the more hair he gets. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, with Eddie Kendricks, there was a scene where, like, he has a goatee and there's, like, some gray hairs yeah. in it, you know? So yeah, and you're right. They do a really good job at aging the characters and youngifying them and stuff like that. Um, anything else? Nah, I, I don't got anything. Okay. So now, The Temptations, of course, they're a vocal group from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, they're not all born there, but that's where they started because of Motown. Uh, Motown itself is like a colossal like industry, you know? Something that people don't really... I don't hear people talk about that much when, you know, mentioning The Temptations, Diana Ross and The Supremes, Marvin Gaye. At least I don't hear it, but I'm sure it's, like, already stated, or even about Motown, is Barry Gordy started this company at a time of the civil rights movement, right? So yeah. a whole lot of, of, of the segregation and race things were happening around this time and Barry Gordy was like, Alright, you know what? Let's not work at Ford. Let's not work at Assembly Line. Take a loan, boom, make this uh record company starting off with Barrett Strong's money, that's what I want. 
And that evolved into a kind of civil movement, but not really. is It's just really exposing, you know, black music to a a uh, wider audience, and in a way, I think helped um, uh, bring down segregation and stuff like that. And the Temptations were a part of the Motown machine. You know, they they were easily like just like integrated into their processes and made a giant difference with their music. Uh, their music literally redefined or, or solidified R&B, soul, uh, funk, and psychedelic soul uh, later on in the 70s and stuff. But what The Temptations did, what Motown did, is, is legendary, you know? Like, you're never going to have a record label to release 90 songs that all made it to number one uh, as a number one hit. Uh, uh, you know, on the, on the... They got 90 number one hit songs. Yes. 90. 90 is a lot. All, and including, at the time, all black groups, all black artists, you know? Yeah. You're never going to hear that again. Never in history. Like, nowadays, yeah, that's common. Like, I don't know, Doja Cat passed Drake now. For being uh, like the most listened to artists on Spotify or something like that. Okay, great. That's uh, Doja maybe? and Drake. That's two. Right, there's two artists, and this is where we're talking about multiple groups with multiple songs from each of them. That's that's just a big deal to me. I just think that that's a lot, and it all for me is with the Temptations. What started with was the way you do the things you do, and I want to take a listen, and we'll talk about it. You're doing your own little concert there. Yeah, man. Dude, the way the way you do the things you do, it's a simple song just about how a guy is a very appreciative about their woman and just listing the simple little things that he loves about her. And that was a hit. At this time, at, at this point in time with music, like like the biggest topic to talk about was love. Lovey-dovey stuff, you know? And this what this is a pinnacle of that. I remember in an interview Otis Williams was was saying you know, when Smokey first, like, uh, introduced this song to them, uh, uh, Otis was like, you know, these words are silly. You know, they're, you know, they're, they're silly, they're simple, but it works. You know, Smokey, as a producer, as a songwriter, he's very easy uh, when it comes to a lot of these things, and when it comes to producing and, and writing songs. Like, his process is just simple, nice, sweet, just to get the point across, and it's catchy. And it works. Oh, for sure. And then I'm pretty sure he also wrote My Girl. He wrote My Girl. Yeah. And then that's like one of the, that's one of their songs that to me is like, they have a lot, they have a lot of great Motown, but there's a few of their songs and My Girl is one of them that are just some of the best music yeah. period. Cause like, cause like they have a lot of songs, mm-hmm. so they have a lot of good Motown, and then they have just those few. They just you don't even need to be a, be a Motown fan. Just grab those, show to someone they love. Mm-hmm. I mean, My Girl is like one of the most popular songs of their. It is the most popular song. It of is theirs. their number one song even now, and uh, it's 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 their national anthem. Yeah, you know, <laughs> do, we, do we just want to listen to it? Yeah, sure, go for it. Frick it, My Girl coming right up. Pop off, heck yeah. So we just, uh, we just I was 
joking about a concert, but nah. I mean, now you just <laughs> nah. Hey, I know I the love steps. I that song so much. I know uh, the steps. For you, Giselle, and for the audience, um, he just did the steps and the motions to that whole oh, thing. Oh, listen. As we Wait, the choreography? Yeah. yeah. No I know the whole thing, no girl. Oh. That's going to be on, on the Instagram course. reels uh, when this episode comes out. <laughs> it, it better be, because I'm going to be upset because I'm not there in person to see you. <laughs> listen, here's a story about my girl for, that I got. Okay. I got to go uh, to... Motown to Hitsville, USA and Detroit, Michigan. And I got to tour around the entire house, like the actual house they recorded in. Right. Got through the whole tour, got to see a whole lot of cool stuff. I even got to see like Michael Jackson's like actual sparkly right glove and his hat, you know, his fedora hat that he donated and stuff. It was awesome. A tour throughout the entire house. Right. Even got to stand inside Studio A where Whoa. all these songs were recorded, especially my girl. And to top it all off, the tour guide taught us the steps on how to do the Temptations Walk, and we all sang My Girl while doing the Temptations Walk. The little, you know, the sidestepping, one, two, three, turn, one, two, that's three, That's good t- tour turn, guide. You know? That's called the Temptations Walk. That's famous for them, <laughs> you know? You, you know you got a good tour guide when they're actually, like, doing oh, fun yeah. stuff like that. Oh, there's, like, a certain spot, like, on the second floor... Where there's like a hole in the in the roof, or yeah, a hole in the ceiling, which is which is like awesome for acoustics. And she like she was like singing, and she was like, you know, letting us sing and like hear it and stuff. It was awesome. That's sick. We even got to like like before Studio A, we sit, sat down like a little, like a you know, a little room with a projector and stuff, and it was just like giving us like a brief history lesson about Motown and stuff. You know, it it was awesome. Tour oh guy, good tour guides deserve more respect. Yeah, they stand out from the lame ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The, we're listening to this music through YouTube, and yep. the top comment on My Girl, 1964, is, My five-month-old baby loves this song. She Aww. could be crying really hard, but as soon as we play this, she stops. Aww. And then it's a heart emoji. That's adorable. Listen, My Girl can be loved, or is loved, by just about everybody in the world. doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter if you speak English, Spanish, or German. It doesn't matter. But as soon as people hear the boom, 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 they know what song it is. They oh, can yeah. sing to this. They can they can dance to this. It doesn't matter where you're from. It That's something that I love about music, and that's something that I love about The Temptation, especially My Girl, their national anthem. Everybody loves it. It's something that everybody can love. Uh, Stevie Wonder said this in uh, in one of his songs. Music is a language we all understand. And this proves it. There's only one person I've met that doesn't like my girl. She's uh, she was in my uh, recitation class. Oh, uh, I mean that's already year. that one person in the class. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, Glenn Miller, <laughs> Glenn Miller, who also did three song stories, and he even mentioned me on his episode about this story. Um, Glenn Miller and I will like talk every morning before class starting. You know, we you know we vibe with each other and stuff. And yeah, I told yeah. him I like old music. He like he's old, <laughs> uh, so he <laughs> so knows he what just I'm talking music. about. You know, yeah. <laughs> and to I told me, him it's just music. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I told him that I love the Temptations, and he's like, "Oh, you like my girl? Freaking love my girl, man!" Yeah. <laughs> so the next class, I walk in. He plays on my girl. Like the whole entire music video and Did stuff you do like the that. Dance? I didn't know the dance at the time. <sighs> I have a story about that. Uh, oh. And and there's already that girl in the class 
and I was there loving it. I was singing my lungs off, you know, and, you know, he was vibing too. And then after, like, the song was over, she was like, yeah, I don't really like my girl. My my father plays it a lot, and I just kind of got tired of it. And I'm like, motherfucker. Well, I get that. I get that. That's my girl. Come on. I know, but if you listen to a good song too many times, then it kind of ruins it for you. That's fair. Like, my girl's a great song. If I had to listen to my girl every day. Yeah. I would hate the song. That's what I did with Nirvana, and now I don't like Nirvana. <laughs> I love Nirvana so much that I don't like Nirvana. So I respect people who play instruments, because yeah. I can't imagine just really just having to listen to the same song over and over until you get the get the song yeah. down, just hearing it mm-hmm. and hearing it, and then you play it, and you play it. It's the same song. I learned the choreography because I, uh, I, was, I was doing this public speaking class or whatever during the summer, and we were doing an informative speech about anything we want. So I'm like, okay, what's something that I have great knowledge about that I can talk to, that I can talk about easily and be fun? Temptations. Okay, great. You know what I want to do? I want to, like, show off with this. And (laughs) I also need a suit. So I went out all the way to Miami to get myself a suit that is very temptation-esque, if I would say so myself. You know, this baby blue with a pink tie and stuff like that, you know? And I even had, like, a Shinola Smokey Robinson watch. And for, like, a week or two straight, I was re-watching the My Girl uh, music video, learning the steps, and I got to do it for my presentation. And I freaking nailed it, bro. Freaking nailed it, and that's what I just performed right now. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I would love this scene, the performance in the outfit. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, it was awesome. <laughs> Shoot, I, I was thinking about wearing it today, but I was like, ah, I got to wear it through class and stuff. It'll it's be too hot. Much. It it's is. hot. It it's is. hot for October. Yeah. <laughs> it's Florida. <laughs> Temptations yeah. probably didn't come to Florida too much. Um, they're here now. I mean, yeah, they're coming they're, out. I mean, yeah. They were touring the Deep South. Like, they are. The they're going all the way to the oh? – Like in the movie, the, that scene where it's like uh, they progress from what, performing in the same place but with it segregated – Oh, and then, yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. cuts like I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes later. They're performing there again, but now it's not. The rope is gone. Yeah. The rope is gone. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this may be edited out, but the last song on your list is "Treat Her Like a Lady." Do you want to talk about that now, or just wait till that comes up naturally? Uh, well, it came up naturally. Did it? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, let's talk. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about it now. I don't have that much of a story, but this is just my favorite Temptation song of all time. Uh, the first time I heard this, I was ice skating with a certain someone at the time and this song came me. on yeah it was <laughs> I was ice skating this song came on when I just hit shuffle on my phone and I was listening like whenever I first listen to a song that I don't know never heard of I like actually try to pay attention to like the lyrics and the words and everything I can the first time around and I'm like I love this message the song is treat her like a lady right and the entire song is just, you know, ways to treat a, a woman how they should be, you know, with respect, do what, be a gentleman, do what you can for her, you know, be nice to her, treat her good, treat her like a freaking lady. And I absolutely love the song. It's up. It, this is Ali Ali Woodson's first um, lead song when he as uh, he uh, got into the Temptations in the 80s. I think this song 86? was 84. 84. OK, so, yeah, in the 80s. And he does an amazing job. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it's my favorite song because I try to live by those words whenever I'm tr- um, um, interacting 
with people. Like, not just females, but just people in general. You females. Know? <laughs> yeah. It's, the song is called Treat Her Like a Lady, but you can do this with guys, too. You know, it doesn't matter, or whatever you are. It doesn't freaking matter. Just yeah, treat like, people with your respect. Yeah, deserves to be treated like a lady sometimes. Say treat that him. again. <laughs> Say it again. Just huh? Me? Say, yeah, you. Repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, ladies, listen, your man deserves to be treated like a lady sometimes. <laughs> you know, treat him. He's a king. Yeah, every now and then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Treat your king like uh, a lady. Pretty sure no one else, none of our listeners will get this reference, but sometimes daddy needs to take care of her little princess too, you know? <laughs> oh, oh my god. You heard that last night. Uh, get out of here. Literally, <laughs> Jesus. That's funny. And but without yeah. further ado, you want me to treat her like a rip lady? Do it. Oh my god, I just love that. That's a good one too. That one's a pretty banger. It's yeah, right? God. Uh, this was also written by Otis Williams and Allie Ollie Woodson. I remember in an interview uh, that they were talking about, like, they were just sitting like, in a hotel together playing on the keyboard and stuff. And then they were just, you know, singing, you know, messing around, and then, and then Ollie goes, and I'm like opening doors, picking up your hanky off the floor, and then Ollie's like, oh yeah, I like that, I like that, let's keep going and stuff. And then it I really like song. the album cover for Truly for yeah. You because it just looks like a bunch of dads just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's a great album, bro. <laughs> Honestly, jeez, uh, we haven't even talked about that yet. I own a lot of albums. I own a lot of Temptations albums. Yeah. Do you own a lot of Motown albums? I do. I'm stealing your thunder to transition to our game. Boom! <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Holy crap, that was smooth. <laughs> I need to recover from that. Give me like a second. <laughs> Let's go. So um, he, in, in my hand, I have a list of a few different things. Oh, I have a list of Motown songs, or Motown bands, excuse me. Uh, okay. I have a list of not Motown bands, and I have a list of things that are both. <laughs> okay, and what, you're, you guys okay. are gonna try we to play a similar game, and you guys are gonna try to guess if it's a Motown band, if it's not a Motown band, or if it's both. Okay, let's go. A Motown band and something else. So okay. we'll start out very easy. Um, Fantastic Four. Nah, you're close. It's clobbering time. You're close, but no, yeah. it's not Temptations, or it's not Motown. Uh, there is actually a, a, Mot- a Motown band called Fantastic Four. You're shitting me. Uh, really? More so the genre than the record label. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that because I know there's the four tops. Um, huh. And then um, we also have four tops. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> Motown. That's Motown. <laughs> and then um, the five Juanas. <laughs> no, that ain't that's real. Not that's that not Motown. That is not Motown. That's Maybe a, movie. a group. That's a oh. movie? That's a movie. <laughs> the Five Juanas. It's got like a 5.5 no. on Rotten Tomato. Perfect. <laughs> that's, you know, that should it should have that. Mission accomplished. Um, Then we have The Ones. No. Yes. Ah, uh, no. I'm going to say no. The Ones is. Huh. Hey-o. I know The Ones. Uh, We also have uh The Walkers. Yes. That's too easy. Uh, the Walkers is a rock band. Oh. Oh. So it's not Motown, but it is a band. Okay. Pop off, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we have uh, Matrix. No. Absolutely that is, not. That is not a group. That is both. That's a movie what? series. What? There's what? a movie series, and there's also a band that sings in the genre. A vocal, a vocal quartet, I think it was. Interesting. Good for them. Huh. Oh, That's Motown? You know. They were successful with a name yep. like Matrix. What the hell? 
Yeah. Not a lot of math-based bands do well. All right. Jesus. Man. Then we have The Boys. Uh, yes, we're the derivatives. That's, That's an show. Amazon Prime show. <laughs> Damn um, it. The Boys is Wait, an really? Amazon Prime show. I'll give you that. Um, it's, is it both? I uh, The Boys with a Z. I don't think that counts as Motown. Oh, Boys to yeah, Men. There's Boys to Men. Uh, it is both. It's the both. Boys is both. You see, I wasn't sure if they counted as Motown, but I knew that was a group that was a thing. They were on the Wikipedia group first, nice. so this is Wikipedia the list. Wikipedia. Um, we also have the All Stars. Yes, Junior Walker and the All Stars. Yep. Yeah, like Shrek. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like Shrek. Exactly. Uh, also, the Spinners. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a group. Rubber Band yeah. Man. Yep. Um, then we have the Messengers. Yes. Uh, That's also a video game. It is also a video game and okay. a movie, and I think there's also a novel. Huh. So the Messengers is a lot of It's things. a common it's a name. name. Yep. And then, uh, lastly, we have the three tenors. The three tenors? Uh, yes. I would say it's a group. Nah, not no. Motown, though. It, it isn't a group, but it is an opera group. Uh, I, I just said group. Close enough. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, uh, that, that's the game. That's good. That's a good little trivia. Y'all, y'all, did, y'all did really oh, well. That's yeah. <laughs> that's some good trivia right there. Jesus. There's one called The Matrix. There's one called The that's, Boys. There's one called, uh, what was it, Fantastic Four? Yeah, Fantastic yeah. Four. That's insane. Yeah. It's that's insane crazy. that they haven't been sued. <laughs> uh, I think they existed right? before. That's what I was thinking, too. Fantastic Four was 60s. Yeah. So I imagine that's before uh, the, the Marvel Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention to Fantastic Four. Honestly, it's not a great uh, team. But Reed yeah. Richards can stretch. Yeah. And he's smart. One can stretch. One's a rock. Yay. One's and fire. the other one's on fire. <laughs> and the other yeah. one's Susan. And you can't see each, the other one. Oh, she's in I forgot her power. Power. <laughs> The other one's John Cena. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Transitions. Got it. Oh my gosh! Cool, mm-hmm. but yeah, what I what I notice about like I really I really like the Motown names because like I couldn't find a list of like the obscure ones, but you know there's definitely a lot of like a guy and his friends made a band, mm-hmm. and I mean they even mentioned in the movie, and then they have just like the weirdest name. It'll be like uh, Otis Williams and the Siberians. The Siberians. What the hell is the Siberians? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's I still Russia. Don't, I'm gonna, what the Siberian Russia? In the a, Siberians. It's I'm a, gonna search it up. Yeah, Siberia is like a. Is the cold part Region. of Russia? Yeah, the, Siberians the, the part, is a cat. Uh, yeah, that too. A Siberian is that's a cat. because they're from there. <laughs> You're from there. I could be. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's. Uh, I don't know what's going on in my genealogy. Huh. Joe, Russian spy. Uh, sh- they wrote to me. Um, <laughs> and then they were known as the distance. At a certain point, they were known as the pirates, but yeah. and the Algins. A wristwatch. Yeah, the oh, yeah. Algins. Yeah. Like the watch? But imagine <laughs> how many other bands that never came to yeah. fame had all of those weird names. Yeah. Like. It, like I do love the genre. Some some bands just just the names are a bit like eh. weird. Yeah, like I was going through name. I was going through to find some, and there were some that I was like, what is that? Like there was like the Andalettes. Andalettes. Wow. What's an Andalette? I don't know. <laughs> Hell if I know. Jesus. But yeah, I mean it was a time. It was a time of experimentation, and for the most part, it worked. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, in any sort of musical thing, there's always going to be those people who just. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Temptations is a perfect name. Perfect name for perfect group. I mean, the way uh, Paul said in the movie, you know, it's got to be something forbidden, something you can't have but everybody wants, yeah. something sexy. Temptations. Hey, we, we all get tempted all the time. But uh, speaking of, like, civil rights and stuff that we mentioned earlier, there's, oh. a, there's a special song that um, that the Temps uh, 
sang for like that time you know uh it was it was more towards mm, the 70s i think uh to fact check which song are you talking about ball, ball of confusion ball uh let's see uh, I'm pretty sure it's in the 70s because that's with Dennis Edwards. Does not say in the YouTube description. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> look it up. I know it was written by. I don't know it was written by because I forgot it. You're doing great. I'm doing fantastic. You're great. I'm part of the Fantastic Four. Yep. And now Wi-Fi decides to be decides to be slow. It's yep. the 1970s. Exactly. 70s. Yeah. 70. And it's also my favorite song because it's the most social. The Temptations exist as a group is a social thing because all all black singers with how many how many did you say 90 hits yeah 90 hits yeah. and they were doing great and for the most part free of controversy mm-hmm. yeah and this song is just there's a lot going on and i like it a lot it's not a love song like your favorites right um it's just chaotic and i love it let's so go here we go Greatest YouTube video ever. Oh, it's the best music video <laughs> it has ever. 38,000 likes for a reason. <laughs> he says the world, and it's just a picture it's of the world. the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, kudos to whoever made that uh, music video that we love so much. Oh, it's definitely a YouTube account by the dude's first name, isn't it? Let's see. Time Traveler 98. <laughs> Shoutouts. Shoutouts Shout to, to Time Traveler 98. 98. That's honestly an iconic username. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Man, do you want to talk about Ball of Confusion? I mean, there's nothing more I could say. It's just a lot going on. The vocals are great. The instrumentals are great. There's never a moment where you can, like, chill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's something always going on, and it's always great. I gotta say, my least favorite song of theirs is Runaway Child. Runaway Child, Running Wild, yeah. Because that one, I think, is just spaced out weird. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad song. It's just my least favorite. Right. Yeah. That's Ball of Confusion is kind of like the opposite of that, in which there's always an instrument playing in your ear. True. You can't get away from it, and you don't want to. Yeah. And then yeah. there's always something that just grabs your attention, like when he's like, Aw, great mooga mooga. Great mooga mooga. Can't you hear me talking to you? And then that just grabs your attention. Yeah. Yeah, they released this during their like psychedelic soul era with Dennis Edwards. David already left the group and got replaced by Dennis. And yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, this song was written and released after uh, MLKJ died. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two years yeah. after Bobby Kennedy and MLK died on the same year. Mm-hmm. Not too long after a president got blown, got no scoped. Yeah. In <laughs> Dallas, so oh, this was no. a very social song. The world is crazy yeah. right now, going into the new decade. We're in a war. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And a yeah. lot, this song can still hold up today. The, like only, the world is still a ball of confusion. It is. Exactly. The exactly. only safe place to live to is fair, on the Indian Reservation. To be fair, it never But confusion. not even, bro. Not even, That's man. just them not knowing the truth exactly. of the Indian Reservation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's a, it's, it's a good fitting song for With, just uh, life. Edwin Starr releasing uh, War. Huh. Yeah. What is it good for? Yeah. yeah. And then War. Temptations uh, released huh. this. I mean, that's that's... All the bands getting deeply philosophical. Yeah. And, hell, at the same time, Marvin Gaye released his song, uh, What's Going On? 
So, <laughs> story yeah. of my life. <laughs> right? I mean, it's very much like a period of time where musicians are like, hey, we could actually use our music to comment on stuff that's happening in the real world now. Mm hmm. That's, that's exactly it. Yeah. And, uh, Barry Gordy realized that his thing that he created is a platform now and it works and it's successful. So, uh, the groups and artists within that decided, you know what? I'm not just going to say nothing about it they, then they express themselves in a very peaceful way and i think in a way that actually influenced a lot of things and actually made use of it you know it worked i think and a lot of this stuff still holds up today war can still be used today while confusion can still be implemented today what's going on definitely yeah it's it's intense but it's mm-hmm. something that that needs to be heard needs to be said and i'm glad they did uh who else uh, yeah, we have up. Is it going to be yes or no? And Papa was a Rolling Stone. Okay, so let's talk about Papa Rose was a Rolling Stone since uh, we are still in the seventies here. That's when uh, that's when the song came out, just around that time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, seventy two. So patience, this was your song of choice. So this what's up? This was my song. Well, I really like mm-hmm. it because it's like Joe had said. It's not one of their love songs, mm-hmm. so you definitely get a very different yeah. feel from them on this one. Like. My Girl is one of those songs, like, if a guy's going to stand out there with a boombox or ask me to dance <laughs> in the rain, that's the song that I want. Yeah. But this is a song that I can just listen to. I've had this on repeat for, like, three days now. Really? It's a long song. Time. It is a really? long song. I think the intro might be one of the best parts. I oh, love that's another thing. the build-up. The musical build-up yeah. in that song is intense, and then they just start. Something that I want to say before that, uh, this was, we, we heard this in the intro to Ball Confusion and My Girl. The bass mm-hmm. uh, with Motown. You know, this is part of the Motown sound. The bass, when it comes to these songs, it is banging. It's it's very like deep. It's you can feel it, you know. And yeah, this intro to Papa Was a Rolling Stone is is yeah, it's intense. It's loud. It's you know, it's it's setting the mood for it. So uh, let's just get into it. That is the end of the song. Yep. Dude, <laughs> one, like, part of the Motown sound, not only the bass, but, like, the horns, bro. The horns were blaring in that song. Jesus. Look, one thing I find funny, I don't know who's, what comedian said this. I think it was, like, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy, I think, or, or Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he was like, you know, moms get all the nice songs. You know, mama this, mama that, mama, mama, I love you. What do dads get? Papa was a Rolling Stone. God. <laughs> yeah, uh jeez, it's it's a it's a heavy song but like, you know, it's good. It's it's their second Grammy award winning song. First being uh Cloud 9, which is another great funk song, but yeah. Uh anything else you want to say about Papa? It's just good. Yeah. I like all the instruments <laughs> in the start. I used to be a band kid. I was a flute player, mm-hmm. played the piano. Heck so anytime yeah. I hear, we love yeah. to see that. Anytime I hear like the violins in the background, the horns in the background, because mm-hmm. they don't make music like that they anymore. Don't. It doesn't have that. It's all auto tuned. Yeah. And I think that can be said with 
the voices as well for them. Like, how often do you hear bands now where there isn't, like, one front singer and that's it? Yeah. Where there's all the other vocals all of the time, like The Temptations mm-hmm. does. It just doesn't exist. But well, they're timeless. Yeah. One thing that's great about Temptations that I always, like, uh, uh, set them up, that always sets them apart for me is harmony. They can harmonize. Mm-hmm. Their entire Mellow Mood album is about harmonization and stuff, you know? Like, you can hear it with mm-hmm. uh, Hello Young Lovers, Old Man River. For once in my life, God. <laughs> let me tell you, the live performance from Paul Williams with that song, heartbreaking. Like, you can feel the emotion emanating from Paul. There was, like, some big shot producer or something in the audience in that. He, he After, like, Paul's finished singing, he was, like, standing up, giving a standing ovation, and the tears were falling down his eyes and stuff. It's... T- take the time to listen to that. I don't want to pull that up now because then I'm going to start crying. <laughs> All right, oh, time okay. to pull it up. So, time to not cry. Again, not again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's going through the '70s and stuff. But uh, yeah, they're an old group, but they're still freaking kicking. They're still going, even even with new band members, new members and stuff like that. They're still going. They're still going to concerts. Still dancing. Especially Otis Williams. Jesus, he is not young. <laughs> doing this for 60 years still dancing and singing and stuff They, uh, and as for celebration of their 60th uh, anniversary they're going to be releasing a whole new album sometime between now and 2021 or 2022 god which is wild to think about to think about how like a band f- that started 60s right yeah 60 years ago the uh still is actively making new music. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty yeah. sure there's... Is, is there other bands that do that? Probably not, not well-known. Yeah, not well-known, not uh, many. Yeah, I not can't think many. of one. And not many can actually hold up to stay, like, as relevant or as, like, quality, like, as high quality as The Temptations have, in my opinion, you know? That's true. I mean, The Temptations, like, for every decade they're a part of, they're, they have at least one hit and maybe up to five. Uh, the Temptations are great at adapt uh, at adapting to change and catching on to the new musical trends. Um, and very recently, uh, they re- they released their newest single with Smokey Robinson. This is the first song in a long time that Smokey Robinson has been a part of with The Temptations. Uh, it's called "Is It Gonna Be Yes or No?" Patrick, this is your pick. Oh yeah, uh, I just I just like how they have a new still good song (laughs) Uh, artists die bands die especially when groups switch around like that but they're still producing bangers yeah do you just want to go into it sure alright is it gonna be a solo baby 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 is it gonna be a solo That song reminds me of another thing I like about Motown Motown music, and it's the uh, it's the if you're wearing headphones, you can really notice this. But like, audio is in different directions. it's not it like it isn't everybody's right up like regular angle to the Mm -hmm. mic. Uh, some dudes standing over here, or some dudes standing over here, and then when they sing, you can hear them bouncing in different ears. Yeah. And, uh, I, th- yeah, I think I think that's, that's something great that like I I find it in, 
like good that translated to digital like how it set them apart in terms of that trip right they, they still kept it up too oh yeah um yeah it's definitely like well, one of I my mean, favorite parts i see what you're coming from but also i think that it does set them apart and it's also one of the things that might keep their audience like hooked on it because in case you haven't noticed a lot of songs have been released with like this 8d audio effect or a lot of people on youtube especially like will edit songs so they have this 8d audio of hearing audio in different ears at different times oh yeah i think it's pretty cool i like it's it. it's something that's a lot easier to do now with digital stuff um but like they did this long before just by having dudes stand at different angles at, of the mic because mm-hmm. yeah. that's what they had to do. They're mm-hmm. in a studio, kind of cr- everyone crowding around one mic. Um, yeah. It's not like today where every every track is recorded on a separate thing, so then yeah. they can mess with it in post. Yeah. But now they probably do that. They probably did that with this song. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. It opens up a lot of options now with them being digital. They can, they can have one dude be on the right, and then the next time he sings, he's on the left. Yeah. They got, they got off. Like, this This air only adds to what they can do with Motown. Yeah, with the with the part in the True. middle when they're going touching, touching, you know, yeah. that part. I, I'm hearing it from all oh, over. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like a crowd of people just bouncing yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear this song, I picture a music video where it's just them in a black background, and then, like, it, it'll fade into, like, one of their faces, and then, like, <laughs> and, then, like a, and then, like, a slightly transparent view of someone oh. in the top yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> slides in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they they're still holding up today. Oh yeah, you know, and this you know, Sm- Smokey Robinson helped write and produce this song. Compare this with uh, the way you do the things you do. Very simple, very easy, but like gets the point across. I to me, this could be used for like multiple situations. Hey, you want to go out with me? Is it gonna be yes or no? What's the answer? You know. Hey, do you want to go True. out to the movies? Is it gonna be yes or no? What do you, you want know? for dinner? Is it gonna be yes or no? <laughs> you know? No dinner. Yeah. Would you like to survive the night? Is, is it, it gonna, gonna be yes or no? <laughs> it could be used for so many things. <laughs> but yeah, uh, bro, they they're still freaking great. Uh, the current lineup is Otis Williams, of course, Ron Tyson, Terry Weeks, uh, and newer uh, people Willie Green and Mario Corbino. I'm very excited to come see them uh, live. Uh, in December, December 4th and 6th, uh, which should be not too long uh, after this episode releases. To I guess just to wrap things up, Temptations is a big part of my life. It's a big part of a lot of people's lives, and it's just a big part of uh, the world, the history, the music industry. They've done a lot to f- define the R&B soul genre and stuff like that. And um, I think they get enough credit. And one thing I really admire is they're chill about it all. They know that you know they're they're like big papas when it comes to this stuff, right? But that they don't let it get to their heads. Stay you know, humble. They they do. They really do. And uh, they they're still like treating it as if you know this is this is content that we're creating. This is music that we're creating and that we love. And we just want to make this because we want to. We want to share it with you guys, us, the audience and stuff. You know, uh, I've, I've heard, I, I've watched so many Otis Williams interviews and stuff like that. And uh, I guess for me, again, with all this leadership stuff that we talked about in the Transformers episode with Optimus, with Satoru Iwata and stuff, he is a big inspiration to me and in the way he runs things. And, you know, I tried, 
I try to take a little bit of everything when when it comes to the things you know I try to you know take charge in and stuff. Cut out the weak links. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, who's uh, you're the one wearing? Actually, both of you are wearing glasses. So uh, pick who's David Ruffin. All three of us are because I'm wearing contacts. Oh yeah, you're right. And I'm pretty and sure I'm Giselle. Yeah. Right oh, see, there you go. We're all David Ruffins. <laughs> Um, I think if anything, we should kick you out then. Because <gasps> oh, okay. you're not. No, right. let's just let's just get his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just um, get his eyes. Just steal them. How is that possible? You look at blue screen more than any of us. I, I know, think. right? Oh uh, no, so no, no, no! I, I look at blue screen quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. But, Our uh, depth perception is just gone. Nah, I play volleyball. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, oh man, there's something else I want to say. Uh oh. And uh, to the person who, like, got me, who really s- put this in front of me and got me into all this, Sergeant Mike, I hope you're listening. Uh, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to send this to you directly. Sergeant Mike, thank you so much for everything. You're amazing. And um, there's not enough words that can, that can describe the gratitude I feel towards you. And, yeah, I love The Temptations. And let's get this wrapped up. All right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on Twitter at Razzle Dazzle Show. Make sure to leave us a comment, follow us, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That'll be lovely. Give us that five stars ratings, and we'll catch you on the next one. Temptations forever. Sure, we, yeah, we really should stop talking. We only have 43 hours left of disk space. Only? Only. Oh, 43 <laughs> hours? Actually, oh that's, really, that's really low for this. Usually it's like 107. <laughs> so oh somebody, yeah. somebody, somebody, somebody's slacking. That somebody recorded a 60-hour. <laughs> oh, it was probably me. It. <laughs> it was you. Just a three-day special. Three-day podcast special. <laughs> I, sp- oh I spent over $125 Honestly, on Honestly, imagine if Razzle Dazzle did like a sleepover episode where I we just it. kept Some records like, get expensive. Just kept it live. That would be a stream. That would be funny, though. Raz- Razzle yeah. Dazzle stream. Raz- Razzle Dazzle sleepover stream. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's get that Twitch channel up from the ground. <laughs>